This is Mission.org. On this episode of Marketing Trends, we sit down with Jeff Titterton, the CMO at Zendesk. Jeff has more than 20 years of experience in having worked in important marketing roles for technology companies like Adobe and 99designs.com. Jeff is an expert on subscription models and how to market them with both B2B and B2C products. This interview was recorded at the Growth Marketing Conference in San Francisco, so there might be a little bit of background noise. Apologies in advance. That said, here is Jeff Titterton. Marketing Trends is brought to you by Salesforce Pardot, B2B marketing automation on the world's number one CRM. Are you ready to take your B2B marketing to new heights? With Pardot, marketers can find and nurture leads, close more deals, and maximize ROI. Learn more by following the link in our show notes. So tell me a little bit of your background and how you got into marketing. Yeah, so I've been doing marketing for more than 20 years, which you can see by my gray hair. I uh, actually started out in editorial um, way back in the day when there were print magazines still that were kind of dominating. And I was really uh, started to do, I moved into PR actually because I realized editorial wasn't going to pay the bills. No offense to you and your people. And what I realized was PR really wasn't my bag because I am really a data-driven guy, and so I moved into marketing, had worked with marketing people in my editorial capacity and moved into more web marketing and started consulting and learning about this and found that I naturally gravitated to the test and learn methodology. This is before things like Lean Startup even existed, but really kind of geeked out on the numbers of marketing, and that was the beginning of how I got into marketing and kind of went from there. When you moved over from editorial to PR and then into marketing, do you see that as like a logical progression of, hey, how do we focus more on customers? How do we focus more on quality media? What's kind of like, what was your thought process? Yeah, I mean, I think there is a natural progression. I mean, I think like good editors and good writers really think about their customer and think about how do I engage them? How do I give them good content? And so that's how good marketers think. Bad marketers think about how do I put a discount in front of somebody and spam them a million times and finally, you know, bully them into buying. These days, good marketing is really about how do I actually give customers compelling, engaging experiences? And that will keep them engaged and they're naturally going to buy from me and they're naturally going to retain and buy more if I do that. So I think that's a really natural evolution. So tell me about Zendesk and what you're currently working on. We say we make software for better customer relationships. Our core business is really about customer support and customer experience. We have more than 100,000 customers right now, ranging from tiny little startups to big enterprise companies who really use our software to help give great experiences to their customers. And what's something that you have like that's coming up or in the pipeline that's that's going to be really special for Zendesk? Yeah, I'll talk about something that's like been a real trend in the industry that we are we are very much participating in and really excited about. So right now we have launched a, a product called AnswerBot, which is uses AI to essentially do it basically gets to customer get customers the answers they need without having to actually talk to a support agent. So. In general, the trend is that customers really just want their answers quickly, right? Like we are we are an impatient people no matter where we live in the world. And so 
increasingly they don't want to wait in line, they don't want to talk to someone, they just want their answer. So AnswerBot actually serves up answers to customers and helps them more quickly. It also enables our support agents or anyone's support agents to be spend their time on more complicated problems with customers. Huge trend in the industry, you can read about it all over the place. It's something we're super excited about and investing more in. So that's kind of the, when you get on the call and you press and you just scream to the phone, talk to representative, right? So you have the you have one version where it's like, I just want to be able to chat with a live human being. And the other one is the, I just want the answer right now. So this is more, uh, I'm on the website and I want to have this question answered. And it says, oh, well, here's an answer to the question that you just oh, wow. asked. And so it's answering of- it for you without you having to be. And then it's like, did we answer your question? And if the answer is no, then we're going to route you to a customer support representative. If the answer is yes, we've just solved your problem. You don't have to deal with anything. And so you got it in two seconds. How are you positioning that like into the market and like sharing it with your customers and sharing it with new people? You know, it's, it's really a part of our natural uh, offering. So we have a knowledge-based product called Guide, which is another big trend in the industry, which is, again, along the lines of knowledge bases are really great for customers. They don't want to talk to someone. So we have a product called Guide, which has been hugely adopted by our customers. Really popular product. Essentially, it enables you to have a knowledge base. Customers can search and find it. This is a natural extension of that, right? So this enables customers to self-serve very quickly. Switching gears a little bit, with the AI piece and bots, what do you see in terms of trends in the industry with like kind of the like where it's 80% bot and then 20% human? I mean, you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but that people just want their answers faster. Do you think that there's going to be like any type of kickback on people with like the rise of rise of bots? You know, bots are actually, done, if done well, are great, right? Like if you think about it, um, there's there's sort of always these concerns in the industry of like, should we have bots, should we not? But really, if they're done well, they're actually helping customers. And then they also help our support agents. They help the company be more successful. So there are always going to be questions that a bot's not going to answer, right? You're always going to have that challenging problem that you need answered. So this enables those teams to help you on those complicated questions while enabling you to quickly get those other questions answered. So I don't really think there is that negative, frankly. What is the best marketing campaign that you've seen go from like soup to nuts that just like, hey, this was our 10x campaign or whatever it is? So my former employer is Adobe. I joined Adobe. I worked in the startup world forever. And I joined Adobe as the company was embarking on its creative cloud journey. So going from selling box software, selling box software in big box retailers through the channel to selling directly to their customers on the website with a SaaS model, a subscription model. Huge shift, huge risk. If you look at Adobe's success over the last few years, it's been a it's a darling right now, right, in the stock market, et cetera. Because they successfully made this shift, what was really a challenge there, and part of the reason I was brought in is they didn't have a lot of people who had done subscriptions. They didn't have a lot of people who had done engagement marketing. It's kind of my sweet spot is understanding engagement, understanding retention, really understanding the customer journey. So we had to really shift everything we did from this like, we do these huge marketing MRDs and then every 18 months we release the product and we do a huge event and announce it. That was the old marketing campaigns Adobe did to we are continuously engaging our customers. We have to be exciting them every single day because every day they have an opportunity to hit the cancel button on their subscription and that's a huge risk. So. That campaign, and it's kind of an ongoing campaign, Creative Clouds campaigns, was really a huge success and something I'm really proud to have participated in. Were you involved at all in CMO.com? 
I was not, but I know the people obviously who work on it. That was the other side of the business. CMO is a really interesting publication. Yeah. I think um, big win for Adobe's experience cloud business is, hey, how do I reach a core group of people like me who are interested in learning about all everything that's new in marketing? And of course, it doesn't hurt because it helps Adobe get leads that they can turn into prospects, that they can turn into buying customers. It's one of the things that we think about all the time with marketing trends and with the mission in general is that a lot of C-levels read our content and you kind of want to be able to do the C-level type experience, but also have like cutting edge stuff where it's like the stuff that's actually happening from the eight person or 30 person startups that are like really innovating on specific things. Do you think that there is like, what type of stuff do you look for for that? Like what type of stuff do you read? Yeah, you know, I think that people underestimate C-level people. I think they, there's always this, like, let's dumb it down for the C-suite. Like, there's a reason they're in the C-suite, because they've worked their butts off and they tend to be very smart. So I think I actually read all sorts of content uh, from all sorts of publications because I am really interested in what innovative startups are doing. I don't need to just, you know, I work for Zendesk, which is, you know, a, a 2,000 plus person company. I don't, I still want to read about startups because they're doing innovative stuff I want to learn about. I also want to read about big enterprise because not all of them, but some of them are doing really interesting stuff, right? So for me, I like a good mix. What's the biggest like money pit or worst campaign that you, you tested, you ran an experiment, and it just kind of didn't work? There's, there's been so many bad experiments. <laughs> I'm not sure what to, you know, what one would I call out? You know, it's kind of what I talked about here today. I don't want to use any specific company name for fear of getting them in trouble. Uh, but really, like, where I've seen just repeated problems is companies launching secondary products and just assuming they're going to be a huge win. And, and I, like, I'm passionate about it. You saw me just speak about this on stage because every time, it's like over and over, I just want to bang my head against the wall and say, like, really, how do we not know this is going to happen again? And big push campaigns, assuming the market is going to go, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that company X has launched widget Y. Like, my life is different. It never, ever happens. I mean, with the exception of maybe Apple debuting some amazing new gadget or Amazon or one of the big, you know, the big horsemen out there, very rare that that's going to happen. More, and and those usually end up being huge cash drains because the company is like, we're going to throw this huge amount of money behind a launch. The kind of concept of launch, unless you're a hardware company, is kind of dead, right? Like there isn't really launch anymore. There's launch, but you shouldn't invest these millions and millions and millions of dollars into the concept of launch. If you're a SaaS, if you're a service, if you're a more modern company that's not just selling, like, here's the new Apple iPhone, right? We were talking about this with a marketing team of a company that we work with, and they were launching a new product that's a physical product. Yeah. And we were talking about the need to like, hey, nobody knows that we do blank. And they're like, nobody knows that we we offer this. And if they're already if they're already using our product, like if they're already wearing our t-shirt, they don't know that we're selling a hat, right? I think it's really interesting that you said that the the product launch is dead because I think or for for software, because I think people romanticize the Steve Jobs opening the envelope and pulling out the Mac or, you know, what Elon does all the time. But it's kind of, aren't you constantly iterating? Aren't you on version like 2.7? So what what are you really launching? And why are you going to devote money to this? When exactly. It's not and we do do launches and they can work. But I think you do, should not 
over-invest in them and how you think about them. So we will do a launch where we bring together at an event, like our Relate user conference, our Global user conference, we're going to do an event like that and say, here, with our existing customer base and some prospects, here are some amazing new products you should know about. But we are not going to launch it and think that, because to your point, we're agile development, we're constantly relaunching things, we're not going to assume that sales are going to spike through the roof. The concept of sales of software spiking through the roof with a event and a product launch, it just doesn't happen anymore. Your customers expect continuous deployment. Little quick hits. Yes. So off the top of your head, you're not, you're not beholden to these, but what's your favorite show that you're watching right now? How to Get Away with Murder. Ooh, okay. I have a dark side. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite podcast that you listen to? I'm really not a podcast guy too much, no offense, but the one I loved, like every other plant person on the planet, was Serial, and I still follow what's going on with Adnan Saeed. So Serial is, we're, we're working on a case study right now, of, that was one of the best podcast sponsorships of all time, the MailChimp Serial ad. Yeah, I'm Got sure it was amazing. Mail, because it, it like, MailChimp's was, an amazing company, so yeah, I love that. So, yeah, and, and the ad read that they did, the... Like pers- the people are like pronouncing the name wrong, and then they launch that campaign after that. So yeah, it's a fascinating story, but also branded content. Love the answer. Yeah. What app on your phone is the most fun? Fun. Gosh. You ask, ask you'd ask my kids. There's got like a million apps, so they'd be like, Pokemon Go is the most fun app on my phone. What do I use for fun? I guess I'm a really boring guy. I don't use any apps for fun. I would have to say. I'm going to be super boring here, but something like Eventbrite because it means I'm going to an awesome event. Oh, that's great. <laughs> we just did, a, yeah, we just did a little feature on Eventbrite. In, oh, did in you? Yeah, yeah, it's so a good company. Yeah. yeah, their story is awesome, and they're it's a fantastic company. Okay, last one. What non-Zendesk marketing tool do you love? Non-Zendesk marketing tool do I love? You know, I am a, I'm a testing guy. So I'm going to call out a couple that I really have used over the years and like. So I'm an Optimizely fan. We use them for our web testing. And I've been a fan from them since they were little guys. I'm going to name three. I'm also a fan of MailChimp. You mentioned MailChimp. I love their story because these are not VC-backed, but they've just built this juggernaut. And they are a really great company that just is really passionate about what they do. People say email marketing is dead and they're like completely wrong because if, if you're a marketer, you know that email is this incredibly powerful tool for you. And then I'm going to do another shout out to another non-VC darling, which is SurveyMonkey, which is another just awesome product that is easy to use and fast and, and great. And that's a great product that I use like at every company, big enterprise company, little startups. There's something with primates. I feel so, like there's a primate um, theme. We're gonna we're we're gonna talk to Brittany as well from Survey Monkey. So oh, cool. uh, yeah, love it. That's yeah. fantastic. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing Trends. Marketing Trends is brought to you by Salesforce Pardot. World-class B2B marketers use Pardot to generate and nurture leads, close more deals, and maximize ROI at every stage of the sales cycle. Empower your marketing team to become revenue-generating superheroes and let Pardot's data analysis keep an eye on the bottom line. Learn more by following the link in our show notes. You have eight seconds to make a connection or risk a click away onto the next topic. 
The difference lies in your ability to deliver relevant experiences to your audience across devices and across channels. But delivering on a really great experience is impossible without the right people and the right technology. You've got the right people, but your technology choices will make or break someone's experience with your brand. At the center of gravity of your digital experience, Brightspot Content Management System can deliver relevant content, personalized experiences, and cross-channel synergies to create unforgettable brand experiences. So you can be a bright spot in someone's day. Head over to brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends to find out right now. From global crisis to hunger relief efforts, the messages you deliver save lives, inform important decision-making, and help keep communities safe and sound. The speed and scale of your content needs to be delivered faster and on a much larger scale. Brightspot Content Management System has supported some of the world's largest brands to communicate on a global scale. From Johnson & Johnson sharing critical information with their customers to helping Whole Foods tell their brand story to a global audience. Brightspot is designed to handle rapid iteration and personalized messages to those you care about most. Learn more at brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends.